Just walk away. Give you a pump. The oil. The gasoline. And the whole compound. And I spare you lives. Just walk away. I will give you safe passage in wasteland. Just walk away. And there will be an end to the horror. What makes a man? Is it the woman in his arms? Just cause she has big titties? Or is it the way he fights every day? No, it's probably the titties. Now you're a man. M-A-N, man, 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 man. Now you're a moron. And there we are, kids. <laughs> Nice. <laughs> it's my favorite intro so far. <laughs> say that every week. Well, yeah, you know, what, what can I say? Ah, Nukes here, Mictibus is here, uh, Phil, Brad, Water Dogs Rule. I, I have no other fucking, just random shit. All right. Well, water dogs, water dogs like a retriever. Well, is that what this is? He's talking working dogs. Uh, that's what it means down here. I don't know anywhere else. Well, I don't either. You know, I'm out west, so I don't know what the fuck he's talking about. <clears throat> I think it has something to do with albino salamanders. Once you get out west, could be, could be, and owls, lots of owls. That's when I start calling my girlfriend because you know she's Mexican and shit. I thought she was the enchilada. <laughs> she's the enchilada. Oh, okay. She'll always be the enchilada. <laughs> uh, kids, welcome to another Let Them Burn. Today, we're going to talk about keeping it to yourself. Because the problem with most you motherfuckers and everyone else on the internet is you overshare. There's things when I get on Facebook, on Twitter, you name it, I get there and I'm like, I didn't want to know that. I didn't want to know that your favorite food is this and your favorite dog's that. And I don't want to know your religious or your uh, political affiliation. That's none of my fucking business. Just like you don't know mine and you don't see me posting pictures of what I eat because that's none of your business. That's why I can get along with some of you guys so well. Because there's things I don't know about you and I don't want to know about you. Because when you put it out there, somebody's going to fucking be a retard and go off on it and be like, oh, you're racist, sexist, misogynist because you like A, B, C, X, Y, Z. And all you wanted to do was say, look what I made. Isn't this cool? And everyone's going, shut the fuck up. Think about it. <clears throat> anyway, I'm, I'm, I'm done now. I did it. Oh, shit. He's talking about a biker club in New Mexico or never mind. I don't know. How the fuck would we know that? That's a good question. But you know what? That's good. If he'd have put, you know, water dogs, MC rules, then I would have been like, oh, I know what he's talking about. You see, he's pulling a Ryan Stone where he posts shit without any kind of context or reference. You're just like, oh, Which okay. is the best kind when you stop. <laughs> about it. Yeah. So what? What do you care? I don't. <laughs> Keep it to yourself, Proby. <laughs> you need to keep that hairline to yourself. Jesus oh. Christ. <laughs> oh, damn. I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what, Bobby. Tell you what, Bobby. Tell you what, Bobby. 
you, you, I'll tell you, you lie, you can line me up with all my, all, all my friends I graduated high school with. And, and I, and I even cut my hair the shortest and I still do better than them. So, you know, flame on motherfucker. Yeah. But like most of them are dead. So no, I'm talking about the ones that are still alive. Oh, okay. Most of my friends surprisingly are still alive. A lot of people I graduated high school with are dead, but uh, a lot of my, most of my friends, in fact, all of my friends so far are still alive. Yeah. Well, hey, you're you're a step ahead of me. You're you're part of the still alive crowd because I've got friends. They're dead. Some of them have been dead twenty plus. <laughs> the fact when you go from the one behind club to the still alive club. Yeah. <laughs> when you get to our age, bull, when you stop pissing like a puppy, you start looking in the obituaries. One right now for me and Nick, we're looking for our friends. But then when you get to my dad's age, you're looking for yourself at that point. Because my dad, out of all of his buddies, my dad is the last man standing. They're all dead. You know, that's you're just... Either, you're either the, you know, you're either in the one behind club, you're in the one strike club, or you're in the <laughs> one foot in the grave club. <laughs> Rob and I are in the latter of those three. That's right. We're in the one foot in the grave club, which is why we only have one fuck left to give. <laughs> who knows when that's going to be given. Right. I'm saving it for my last stand. That's it. I did want to say something about, about what you said earlier, though, is that is that, you know, I don't mind telling people I'm a racist, I'm a sexist, I'm a homophobe, I'm everything you could possibly be. I don't like black people. I don't like white people. I don't like brown people. I don't like yellow people. I don't like red people. I don't like anybody. So you're a true misanthrope is what you're saying. I guess. Hey, equal opportunity hater. Here's the way it is. I, I, that. I love everybody. I just don't like anybody. <laughs> I mean, if I didn't, if I didn't love the world, I wouldn't come on this, you know, this magnificent pie live stream podcast every thursday night and try to make the world a better place uh because that's you doing the lord's work because well, you know i have a feeling jesus loved everyone but didn't like anyone either that's what i'm thinking he wasn't he you know if you really go back and, and read the gospels he was not he was not that warm and fuzzy of a guy he was no. basically he basically said the same thing we do quit fucking up <laughs> That's right, Phil Brad. I hate all equally. That's right. That's, that's the that's the mantra of the Gen Xer. That's right. He, he just didn't take it a step further and call everyone a piece of shit. You're all equally worthless. That's right. That's right. Here, you're all equally worthless. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit. Uh, I didn't realize we were going to talk about Full Metal Jacket tonight, but okay. Yeah, I hate the sin, not the sinner. Shit, I hate the sin. I hate the sinner. I hate the gas station. I hate the grocery store. I hate the president. I hate half of my co-hosts. Hey, it's better than two thirds. Oh, shit. Dre, look at Dre resubscribing here. Enchiladas isn't even talking tonight. He's phoning it in. I'm just refilling my drink. Yeah, I'm a center-right Catholic. It is my identity and important to me. Jesus is cool, and I'm a servant leader of my family. My <laughs> pictures of my kids are proof of my legacy. Yeah. If I had my lighter, I'd uh, careless whisper it. Let me see. 
Got a lighter around here somewhere. Oh, hey, well, if you're gonna get, yeah, get your lighter if you got it. We're gonna give we're gonna give Chess the full treatment if you got a lighter. It's in the store. This is quality entertainment, kids. When you can hear drawers opening and shit moving around. <laughs> this is why people tune in. Dude, it's week. better than the bullshit that's been going on lately. Uh, I find it's, this far more entertaining. It It's in your yeah, top left drawer. This is the best I can do tonight. Oh, that's Jesus. good enough. Good enough. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, well, we've had enough of that. <laughs> what is that on? It's on one of those little little toy flutes that has the little slide on it. Yeah, yeah, it's uh, it's not a recorder. What the hell no. is that? What's that? It's like, a, it's like a penny whistle with a slide. Yeah, kind of like that. Yeah, I'm gonna get one and, and learn how to play it, and I'll play that live sometime. <laughs> Dude, that would be so awesome. <laughs> Oh, Might he's well. serious, guys. It's the next best thing to a Motley Crue show. Uh, Have you been following the drama, the Motley Crue drama? No. What's been going on with Motley Crue other than Mick Mars is not touring because he's got his condition? Well, Mick left... And right. then they decided to cut him out of like 80% of what he was supposed to be due because oh, he's so not they're ripping him off. Okay. Well, and then so then he so then he started firing back at them and saying, Well, I'm the only guy that still plays my instrument in concert. He said everybody else, he said Vince and Nikki Six and even sometimes Tommy Lee, they're just backing tracking it and that's it. Oh he said he's man. the only one who plays hundred percent live. Oh my God! Damn. So basically, if that's true, if you're going to see Motley Crue and a lot of other bands, apparently well, you're yeah. just you're basically paying for a a, a high tech lip sync contest. Oh, know? so like any hip hop slash rap band back in the '90s? Okay, that too. Yeah, you know, or or the pop stars like Britney Spears and some of the others of that ilk, lip syncing yeah. and you know and. Uh, What's that? Auto-tune. That's the one. Yeah, you're getting ripped <laughs> off at the fucking concert, kids. Fuck it. That's why I don't go to concerts anymore. Because So how, how are they able to do that? What do they do? They cut the power to the amp and just play, like, shadow play the their, their yeah. instrument? Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. They've got it. They've got it all set up in advance, and they just mime the shit. Wow. Dude, dude there was even a point, and, and I saw it. I, I actually saw the video, someone with their camera phone at a fucking kiss concert, man, fucking kiss. Okay. Who I, I tend to like turns around, you know, this guy's got his camera phone. So it's in, you know, 720 P or whatever, but he's filming and Paul Stanley like fucks up and forgets the lyrics or he gets off track or whatever. And so Paul's like doing his thing, you know, he's over off to the side and yet his vocals are still going. And I'm just like, Oh, oh. Shit. <laughs> dude, yeah. this is why I don't go to concerts anymore because you don't know if it's real or if it's Memorex, man. And I'm well, just the like, whole point, 
you know, the whole point of seeing a band live back in the day was getting to hear, you know, the full version of the song, not the thing they cut for the, you know, in the studio so that it would sell and it would be playable on the radio and all that. You're you're supposed to be going to hear them, you know, hear a live show, put their, you know, they're putting their balls on the table. And and here here it turns out they're putting prosthetic balls on the table. That's right. <laughs> Artificial balls. Yep. That's why, you know, it's aside from a few a few significant bands, you know, back in the day. I mean, the only music I hear now pretty much most of the time is in a is, a, is in a local club or something, someplace yeah. small, small venue, you know, and, and you know, I, they you, can't you just, afford to, to, to do the 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 Millie Vanilli routine. Yeah. Well, you sit close enough that you could hear them play. And plus, most of the people I listen to are either, it's either local rock, blues, or like bluegrass and shit right. like that. Those people ain't faking anything because they're not even playing into amps half the time. They're, you know, <laughs> bluegrass. They're just, you know, they're playing into a mic, maybe. That's about yeah, it. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. They're, you're lucky if they're singing into a mic. Otherwise, they're just kind of singing to the whoever's in the first two rows. Yeah. I get uh, it. Vince says Nick likes balls on the table. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Here we go. Here we go. You know, I went on, you know, out of the goodness of my heart, I went on Masculine Geek last night to try to liven up the place. And uh so we had a big homo fest to to, to bring in dick sucking awareness month. Well, you know, Vince, you know, Vince kept DMing me the whole time. You know, saying shit like "take your shirt off," all this other kind of crap, and I'm really getting tired of that <laughs> shit. I'm really getting tired of it. You know, I'm thinking his paddling the girl's ass—that that's a prostitute that he's paid for. I'm I'm kind of to that point now. I'm I'm kind of thinking he's full of shit. I think she. I think he. I you think, you he, think it's a girl? <laughs> <laughs> It depends on what your definition of woman is. Yeah, no shit. <laughs> cheap cheap trick still plays live and still sounds great. You know, I I, I believe that, and I'll tell you why. I don't believe uh, Rick Nielsen is that his name, guitar player for Cheap Trick. I don't believe he would phone it in. He's he's he he's would. a he's a weirdo, but I don't think he'd phone it in. I think he would just say fuck it <laughs> and just not show up. <laughs> yeah, but I, I don't think I don't think Nielsen. If that, I think it's Rick Nielsen, isn't it? I don't think I he, don't I, I don't follow cheap trick enough to know who's who. I don't either anymore. I liked him in high school. Well, same here. That's how I felt about Motley Crue. I liked him in high school and then I saw him as an adult and I was kind of like, you mean I paid, you know, $65 and this was back in the early 90s, kids, but I paid $65 for a fat Vince Neil who's sucking wind and he can only get about every third word out. I didn't know. I didn't pay this kind of money to watch a fat Vince Neil sucking wind. I expect better for my money. After that, I was like, yeah, I kind of don't want to see this shit. You know, Electric Light Orchestra, ELO, who were big in the, in the early 80s, late 70s, early 80s, they got they got all they didn't tour for a long time. They got in all kinds of shit because half of their half of their orchestral stuff was recorded, pre-recorded, and they were just playing it back. Well, dude, even back in the 80s, I remember when Metallica, before they got real big, they were opening for Ozzy Osbourne. Okay. I had heard of Metallica, but I'd never heard Metallica. 
They opened for Ozzy, and their opening song was Battery. Okay, well, the intro to Battery is an acoustic guitar. That wasn't played live. That was a backtrack. But the electric guitars that kick in, you know, after about 30 seconds or so, that was real. That was live. Yeah. But it's, you know, they, you they know, were free milli vanilli. If you're doing if you're doing something like that where you've got a very specific instrumentation yeah. and it's too big of a hassle, I'm not gonna give them crap for like no, a 30 neither second am I. whatever. I, you know, and so everybody much. knew it. Yeah. Every, that's the point. Everybody knew it. Everybody knew when battery came on and you know, the lights haven't even come up yet, other than, you know, on their backdrop that was just a tapestry behind the drums. You know, everybody knew, oh, that's a recording. That's okay. You know, they're, oh, they're shit. They're opening with battery. But then when it was time to do the, the electric guitar and get into it part, the lights come on and there's the band doing the thing. Okay. So, and I get that. I'm with you, Nick. I'm with you that it's okay to backtrack, back mask, whatever, when it's intentional and everybody's on to it and they go, oh, yeah, yeah, you, you can't do this, that, or the other. You, you know, it's too much bullshit or whatever. It's another when you try to pass it off as right, right, right. That's the part that I draw the line at, you know. I mean, the like difference that. is, is that, you know, like in that case, Kirk is still playing the song. It's yep. just that they had to tack on their acoustic <laughs> intro because he didn't want to, you know, play the acoustic and then switch well, over to whatever. I mean, whatever. Yeah. There's two acoustic guitars going on there. Yeah, neither one of those motherfuckers wanted to bust out the acoustics. So, hey, we're going to just play it off the, the cassette. We're going to play it off the master tape. All right. Everybody knew, you know, hey, guys, this isn't live. We're fine. Everyone just got pumped up because when it came to the actual, okay, now we're getting into it. Now they're live. And I get it. There's been plenty of bands over the years where the intro to whatever, it's like, oh, okay, that's 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 not live. And that was okay. It's another when, oh, we're live. No, you're no, you're not. So no, basically, no. basically, if you're a musician, never go full liver king as a musician. Pretty much, or never go full kiss or full motley crew, apparently. Apparently. Well, this is a good this is also a good lesson to uh, you know, RP McDicklick if you're out there listening who Oh, know, I know who you're talking. <laughs> RP McDicklick gets, you know, gets on gets on Twitter and he whines and cries about people who don't get the vax and or and people who, you know, how nobody'll invite him on his, their their live stream so he can school them all about game when he's just a big you know larping motherfucker yeah who gets, I, I who gets pissed off at me and blocks me when i call him out <laughs> but then he unblocks you and he's still following you yeah no and now he's, he's but he's blocked me again mm. so so you guys have you're on the off part of your relationship i got it he got he got butt hurt because i had posted this i had posted this thing a couple of weeks ago where i posted two pictures i posted that picture of that three-year-old sitting on the counter drinking a miller light and smoking yeah, yeah. a cigar i remember that cigar. the 70s kid yeah 
And then I and then I and I and I juxtapose that with a picture of this faceless, nameless boys choir. And the <laughs> caption was, you know, this is the manosphere, how it started and how it's going. Yeah, this is yeah, how it started and where it's going. Yeah, and so I he remember. and a bunch of and so he and so he 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 replied to it and he was like, This is exactly right. This is what's happened, and there's been all this bad shit and what 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 and all these people started chiming in and I I replied, I said, None of that spew is what any of this is all about. And then he goes, well, what is it about then? And I said, you don't want to know. And the reason I told him he didn't want to know is because it was about him. <laughs> and people like him. And he's like, and then he responds to me, this, see, this is what's wrong with the red pill, all this foolishness. My suggestion is you block this guy and yada, 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 yada. No, I, I, I remember that little ripple of drama. I remember so that. I, so I just replied to him and said, this is like all the, you know, all the fake ass dick lick PUAs like yourself that, you know, copy what everybody else is saying and then get butthurt that nobody wants to listen to you because there's nothing, there's nothing real or genuine about anything that you post. Dude, so, uh, I'll I'm never, blocked. I'll never forget. I will never forget when he lost his fucking mind right at the end of the pandemic. And he was telling mm. everyone needs to go get vaxxed and wear a mask and all that shit so that we can just get on with the world and get back to dating and back to fucking and all that shit that I'm just like, whoa. Where the fuck did you come from, dude? <laughs> I I lost a lot of respect for him at that they point. They always out themselves. Yeah, they really do. Hey, yeah, so he had a. I remember that he had a, he had that fucking meltdown and shit, and he he said he's gonna start totally. blocking people that disagreed with him. I said, I'm like, bro. This, oh, I said I replied, I'm like, dude, what are you doing, man? This is not a good look. And he blocked me. I'm like, okay. Yeah, exactly. I, it was okay. like you were telling him, dude, calm down, and he fucking blocked you. I remember that. He's a pussy. Dude, he's just, well, a, he's just a big pussy. I, I'm not disagreeing. That's the whole point. You know, you, you guys, when I sit on Twitter and sometimes I post and sometimes I don't. And but trust me, I'm always there. I'm always watching. OK. And all I'm waiting for is motherfuckers <laughs> to out themselves. OK. And and it never fails. Who ends up outing themselves? There's guys I talk to in private where we have kind of like a Deadpool. Only instead of, hey, who do you think's going to die? It's more one of those, so who do you think's going to jump the shark and fucking lose their shit and out themselves? I have fucking bets with people about this. And we've got <laughs> a whole roster of names of, you know, PUAs and supposed, you know, red pill guys and all these other bullshit artists. And I'm like, oh, this motherfucker here, he lost his mind on this point. And they're like, you think? And I'm like, just wait, watch. And sure as shit, three to six months later, they're like, holy shit, dude. And I'm like, that's because I'm not selling a course. I'm not part of the WWF. I, I know retardation when I see it. And they always out themselves. They always out themselves. I, you know, Rolo says, you know, I hate it when I'm right or whatever it is that he likes to say. And all I can do is think, God, mine is they always out themselves because there's been a guy that outed himself here not too long ago that I'm just like, oh, Jesus, I uh, 
put that on the card, but only for me, it's not a surprise. Like I didn't expect that bingo point. It's like, no, no, I saw that one coming from 2015. You know, this guy's been around for a minute and it's like, yeah, I saw it a long time ago from an obscure post from an obscure guy. And I was like, wait, he's talking about this guy. And well, here, sure as shit, here we are. Here's what here's what you can do. You can play this game at home, kids, and it's not that difficult to do. It, all you have to do, if you want to watch, you know, everybody who's a, a couch or a guru or whatever, everybody, everybody who is a a linchpin content creator you look at one thing what is the majority of their content focused on is it on the subject matter or is it on their life and their lifestyle right if it's, if it's on their life and their lifestyle sooner or later they're going to implode and because because that's happened with nearly everybody who's who's done this and the more the more they start, you know, mugging their own lifestyle and how authentic and genuine they are. Or how alpha they are, whatever it is. Yeah. And you look at, you know, there there are a couple guys that I've 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 paid attention to from the beginning and I still do, not because I agree with everything they say, but I agree with a lot of it. But that's not even the point. The point is that they're not constantly saying, "Hey, look at my new shoes." "Hey, look at look at my lifestyle." "Hey, look at my car." "Hey, look, look at, at my, my <laughs> look at my friend." "Hey, look at where I'm eating dinner." "Hey, look at this." "Hey, look at hey, that." "Hey, look at the fact that I got a tomahawk steak." Yeah, right. They're not doing any of that. <laughs> look you know, at my shed. Ninety-nine <laughs> percent of what they're doing is all right. I'm going from this topic to this topic to this topic, and they're always you know staying on topic and. A little bit of who they are is going to shine through. You can't help that, but right. that's that's not what they are focused on. They're not focused on selling you an image of themselves. They're focused on selling you their content. So yeah, buy their book, buy their whatever. You know, that's there's nothing wrong with that. That's what we're all doing. We're all selling something, right? You know, because we got to eat. You know, we may be selling our labor. We may be selling the fruits of our labor. But, you know, until, you know, until somebody is selling, just selling themselves as an image and as, you know, the authentic, you know, baseball couch, um, <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm pretty good. I'm pretty good with most people, even if I don't particularly care. For, that's why that's why most of these PUAs are full of shit. And they're not even. They, they're trying to sell themselves and their lifestyle without actually showing it to you, which is one of the reasons why nobody takes you guys seriously. If you want some, you know, if you want some coaching from the ultimate coach over here, that's why nobody takes you seriously is because you're trying to sell your knowledge and your lifestyle without ever showing any evidence of your lifestyle. Another, another dead giveaway is if they're trying to sell, sell you a pocket pussy. Don't, don't listen to those guys. Well, I don't know what that, I don't even know what that is. What's a pocket pussy? It's like a reverse dildo or something. Something like that. I don't know. Something like that. Hey, real quick, let's get. I want to get to a couple of these super chats real fast. So we we've got Dre here for two dollars. Was you all a fan of Prince and Boy George? Bet Rob is. <laughs> And also, Dre, happy Rainbow Month to Rob, our favorite literal flamer. 
<laughs> I wouldn't say I was a fan of Prince, but I did have a lot of admiration for him as a musician because he was Absolutely. a damn fine musician. Absolutely. Yep. Gonna say, you know, say what you want about Prince with, you know, he was a short dude. Dude, the dude was even shorter than me. And say what you want about his attire that he chose to wear. Yeah, it was flamboyant. It was definitely something that is, you know, as an alpha masculine stoic man, you know, dude, he was he was the modern equivalent of a libertine. Okay. I'm gonna say that as well as a damn fine musician. Because as far as more, one of the more modern musicians, dude, I have not encountered a guy that's like right up there with Prince. So I'll tell, I'll and I'll tell you what, in addition to that, in addition to respecting him as a musician, a composer and all that kind of stuff. Yep. Um, you know, I probably fingered more chicks in high school to little red Corvette than any other song I had in my, uh, in my tape case. Or doves cry when doves cry. You bet that, your ass. That was after, that was after my time, but. Oh, that was after your time. See, after, mine was. That and computer blue, dude. For me, it was it was little red Corvette. By the time I think by the time when Dove's car came out, I was in college and I wasn't listening to Prince anymore at all. Dude, I'll tell you what, you're gonna you're gonna oh, finger no. a lot more chicks to to Prince than you are U2 or REM. I can tell oh, you that dude, right dude, fucking you're gonna now. finger more chicks <laughs> to Prince than you are to fucking White Snake. Uh, okay, and I, and and White Snake was sex music too. But Prince is the definition of sex music. Roman knows. Roman gets it. Okay. I had two I had two cassettes in my car for date nights or anytime we happen to have chicks in the car. One was uh uh Prince nineteen ninety nine or whatever the whatever the album was called. I think that's yeah. what it was called. And I think then, it was, uh, was ninety nine, yeah. And then Morris Day and the Time who was a little bit more obscure, but they were popular back in the first half of the eighties anyway, mid eighties. And, mm -hmm. uh, you know, anytime, usually when we picked them up, you know, we we're playing Motley Crue or some shit, mm -hmm. maybe, uh, or maybe Hank Williams Jr. But by the time we were, <laughs> by the time we were parking, wherever we were parking, it was Prince and Morris day in the time. No, I remember that too. That's the thing, you know, that's oh, man. Say what you want about Prince. Okay. Like I said, you and I, Nick, and even Roman in the in the audience, Prince was a phenomenal composer, musician. He was, in my opinion, like with Roman, he is the reincarnation of Hendrix. Okay. Only for the 80s that I'm like, God, if Hendrix had been 20 years later and he would have been, that would have been Prince. Okay. And it is sex music. Like, not every woman I've met likes or can get into White Snake. And they're they're sex music too. But not every woman I've met is like, you know, I've I've introduced women to White Snake and they're kind of like me. Some are me. Others are like, ooh, baby, do me now. Every fucking woman I've met loves Prince. On some level, whatever it is, there's something that they're like, oh, he's sex. Okay. So <laughs> even with shit that I don't care for, I'm like. That's kind of artsy fartsy, but hey, you do you, you know. I, I'm gonna stick to the 1999 and Purple Rain type of shit. They're getting into shit where you know they're talking about raspberry berets and shit. 
that I'm like, yeah, it's a little, he's getting a little too artistic for me. I don't see the sex in it, but okay. You know, but the women love it. They absolutely love it. We're not every woman likes White Snake. So I used to, well, in college, I used to play, it's either college or grad school. I'm pretty sure it was college. I used to play uh, Darling Nikki. You remember that one? Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's off Purple Rain. Darling Nikki's a great song. I used to I used to play that one. You know, I, I made sure that that came up when, you know, the first song when I picked up a chick for a date in college. And then that was the first thing on just because I want to see what their reaction to the whole masturbation thing was. Dude, every chick that has ever heard Darling Nikki. They might try to pull a Tradcon waifu shit and <sighs> no, because I've seen the look on their face where they're like, oh yeah, they're all like that. That it's like, you know, they try to, oh, well, uh, you know, you know, Prince, you know, they try to get into the aesthetics of Prince, you know, oh, well, you know, he was a man doing his own thing and he was comfortable with his sexuality and, and who he was as a performer and blah, 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 blah. And then I play Darling Nikki and they all get a little, a little offended. But I, the offense is not a bad thing, guys. Being offended is okay. It's being bored that will fucking put you in the grave. Hey, I went so. to a Christian college and, you know, I might, you know, I might have that I might have that playing on the tape deck when I when I pick them up and they may frown, but they, you know, half of them are also squirming in their seat by the end of it. So goddamn right they were. There's no uh yeah, there's no fake in that. No. That's that's something I learned while I'm not a rabid diehard fan of Prince. I can appreciate and respect him as an artist. There's definitely songs that I'm like, oh yeah, turn that on for the chickies. You know, because they all fall into the gravitational pull of it. You know, that's the point. It's like, yeah, White Snake's not for everybody. Prince is for every woman, even if they get offended. And that's good. Let them have a visceral reaction. Get them fired up. Get them offended. It's better than they go, yeah, he's okay. You know, or meh, White Snake, meh. Not really my thing, but eh, whatever. I can see why you like them. So I learned, well, Prince is kind of where it's at. Whether I like the son of a bitch the whole way through or not, well, Prince is kind of where it's at. So apparently Prince is it. So guys, go out and get yourself some Prince <laughs> albums and, you know, play a few of the sexier, risque songs for the chickies. All right. My play, my date playlist was like my date tape was like it had Little Red Corvette, it had Darling Nikki, mm. it had a song by the time called I think it was seven 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 ninety three eleven. I'm not sure that was a that that was the that was the black version of eight six seven five three zero nine essentially. Yeah, 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 I know what you mean. Yeah, and uh, I, I'm trying to remember the other ones on there. There were some more because I had. I had like uh, Cool and the Gang and the Commodore. Oh and, uh, yeah, yeah. It's like every every fuck tape I had, it was mainly uh, black musicians. You know, right, 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 right. Yeah. yeah, no, dude, that sounds exactly like mine. Mine was a handful of songs from Prince, couple from White Snake for the the metalhead chicks that could appreciate it. Uh, Montel Jordan with "This Is How We Do It." Okay, 
It's kind of a hip hop song, dude. You have to really, it's not even the lyrics, even though, you know, chicks listen to the lyrics. It's the beat. It's the bass line. And of course, Barry fucking white. Okay. Every chick I've ever known, rather they knew who Barry white was when they heard that deep voice with staying power. They're like, who the, who's this? Every every woman, whether she's in her 20s, 30s, 40s, 50s, Barry White was right up there, right behind Prince, man. True confession time. I did not. All right. I, I never got, I never bought any, or I never put any Barry White on any of my date tapes because and this is this is a total this is a total beta blue pill thing right here but <laughs> it was like i can't compete with that voice <laughs> and i had and Neither i just got it in my head i was like well fuck it i'm not i'm not even gonna, not gonna put that shit on because there. she's gonna want to fuck that guy <laughs> instead of fuck me so, yeah some, oh. somehow somehow i'm going to end up screwing myself out of getting laid if i mm. if i put barry white on there that oh talking about that's worse than being amogged by a deer that's being amogged by a motherfucker that didn't even there right dude dude that was total that, weak on weakness on my part but hey I, hey hey at least you can own it now because yeah dude there's so many times i got pussy off of montel jordan <laughs> and off of barry fucking white even though yeah my voice is nowhere near his it didn't matter it's like dude yeah i don't sound or look or whatever like barry white but they don't care. They just hear it and they see me. And it's like, here we go. Yeah. yeah. That, that's that's like guys arguing, you know, oh, I would have been fine getting pussy until I got sidelined by my height. And it's like, <laughs> oh, you motherfuckers. That's the same concept, same mm-hmm. idea. You got totally. sidelined by Barry White. Yep. Barry White got all up in my head. <laughs> Exactly. Where I'm like the whitest guy who ever whited, and I'll uh, fuck it, I'll play Barry White because the chicks like Barry White. So fuck it. I don't care if she's thinking of Barry White in her mind. I'm the one fucking her. So who gives a fuck? <laughs> mm. And here's Roman giving us a lesson for the you know. Prince. Yeah, Barry oh, came yeah. up. Barry but, came up in the you know with early 70s, early yeah. 70s. Yeah, early to mid-70s, because uh, you remember Teddy Pendergrass? Oh, yeah, I remember Teddy, too. That's another yeah. one you could throw on the fucking playlist. That's right. That's right. Teddy That's Pendergrass. right. He was That's Barry White right. before Barry White was Barry White. Yeah, Teddy, Barry, Prince. Like you said, Nick, it's a bunch of black guys. You know, it's like, who cares? Yeah, pretty much. Mm. Now, you know, that, that gets back to another deal, which is ultimately all this shit is for is really for the dude and what's going on in your head, because if the chick wants to fuck you, the chick's going to fuck you. But a lot Correct. of this, a lot, most of this shit, it's like I always say, you know, game doesn't have an effect on women. Sure. But the but the main purpose of game is to keep your ass in line and to keep you from fucking up. Because if you can keep yourself from fucking up, you know, it's back to the be attractive, don't be unattractive. The purpose of game, if you're really doing it right, is to keep yourself being attractive or keep attractive behaviors going so that you don't fuck it up. And then as long as you're doing that, it doesn't, you know, it's out of your hands, but it usually works out. No, dude, that's, I love it when you've, it's been a minute since you've done it. 
Nick, but you've talked about before on Twitter about, you know, quit fucking up. Okay. Which to me is the whole be attractive, don't be unattractive. And it's just like more guys would be getting more pussy, more girlfriends, more trad wives, whatever. You'd, you'd have a better time instead of lamenting about Lilith, the destroyer of worlds, and how ramming shit. Because I'm looking at all that garbage and I'm like, is this attractive or unattractive? You guys would be better off taking one from Prince and Barry White, you know, and, and Teddy Pendergrass. You, well, I don't like that music. Ah, that is this attractive or unattractive? It doesn't matter what you think. It's like chick crack. You know, chick says, you know, I'm I'm a fucking cancer with a Scorpio rising and a V, you know, my Venus is is Capricorn and blah blah blah. Do you want to correct her and go, oh, you know, astrology is a bunch of bullshit. MTBI is <laughs> bullshit. Do you want to tell her that when she goes, I'm an INTJ, which is the rarest kind because they're all like that. Right, Nick? They're all INTJs. Okay. I remember this just the other day. Somebody said, I'm an INTJ. And Nick was like, well, of course you're an INTJ. <laughs> Of course. Okay. We all know, you know, the, the, the MBTI is bullshit. We all know astrology's bullshit. We know all this shit is bullshit. Do you really think it's more attractive or less attractive for you to go, Oh babe, you know, astrology and MBTI is bullshit, right? You think that's going to get you laid? I mean, you might piss her off, which is not entirely a bad thing. But when you're first meeting her and you bring that shit up from the get-go, is that attractive or unattractive? Okay. Now, me, I've done the whole tarot reading psychic reader circle. I understand the chick crack. I had to learn it as a profession so I could get paid well. And so when a chick goes, yeah, you know, I'm, I'm a Scorpio. And I'm like, Ooh, tell me more. Well, I'm a Scorpio. Well, I'm a Scorpio. And I'm like, Oh, of course you are. What's your, what's your moon sign? What's your ascendant? And she's like, I don't know. And I'm like, that's okay. I'm a Capricorn. I have Libra as my moon and I have uh, Aries is my rising. And she goes, oh shit, you know your topic. And I'm like, well, of course I do. Now let's find out your chart. Dude, lures them in every time. Is it bullshit? Yes, it's bullshit. But am I going to go, oh, you, you believe in astrology? You're a fucking idiot because that shit's bullshit. No, just like if she goes, I'm an INTJ. Oh yeah. I'm an, e I'm an ENFP because I understand what MBTI is too. Even though it's bullshit, I understand it. And I'll find a way to make it work with anybody. Sure. doesn't matter. It's all about the ability to have a conversation. And if you guys need to feel the need to correct someone, is it attractive or is it unattractive? Sinocephalus Rex in the chat says, do you have any proof astrology is false? I don't need proof that it's false. Prove that it's true. The burden of proof is on the person who wants or is arguing for the truth. So until I see any proof that it's true, I just don't give a shit about it one way or another. But there's no way I'm going to believe that, well, that, too, in that bullshit. 
you can't prove a negative either. So, right. <clears throat> what I, what I think is funny is that when I was in school, I've, and, and in work, I've had, I've, I've taken the official MBTI <laughs> test administrate and administered by psychologists four times and twice i was ntj and twice i was infj and so what does that tell you it tells you absolutely nothing it means i tend to answer questions the same way so intj is is the is the serious seriously analytical type infj is the most rare and the and more you know feeling type and you know supposedly it's the most rare but you know, I've taken the test four times, answered it honestly all four times and have had the same outcome assigned to me, you know, two times each. So that's another reason why I don't really buy into that stuff is that, you know, even as far as the as the as the MBTI stuff goes, I think that I think that for sort of broadly categorizing whether you tend to be introverted or extroverted. I think, yeah, okay, because I think that's I think that's reasonably accurate. The more you try to drill down and get more specific than that, though, the more I call bullshit on it. And even the even the extrovert introvert thing, it's not as far as I'm concerned, it's not a well, this is what you are. It's more like this is where your strength is or this is where your most common behavior is. This is your default, but that's it. You know, it doesn't mean you can't be both. It just means that you're going to, you know, default to this one. But you have to, you know, if you if you really want to be able to do better in life, you need to be able to balance the extroversion and the introversion as best you can. So, you know, from that standpoint, yeah, I'll, I'll take the broad strokes of it. But the more specific it gets, the more bullshit I think it is. Well, here's here's a fun thing. <clears throat> I think I know who this is. So I'm going to entertain and humor because why not? You can prove a negative though. It's known as expulsion or exculpatory. Okay. I get it. Let me ask you this. When it comes to rule zero, is what you're saying attractive or unattractive? <laughs> okay. Even though astrology, MBTI, all that stuff, it's all bullshit. You know it. I know it. We all know it. Do you really want to have that? conversation with a woman that you're not fucking it's okay after you fucked her a bunch of times to turn to her and go babe you know they're just a bunch of rocks right okay well, i want to show you guys something i'm gonna grab it real quick i gotta show you fuckers something oh shit he's getting his rings yeah, yeah. <laughs> motherfucker I had, a, I had a roommate that used to do that shit too Chicks loved it. Chicks fucking loved it. Okay, here we go. I got to go solo so we get the full effect here. Here we go. So this here, okay, says Just Rocks concert. Bunch of rocks. This was given to me by a woman who happens to be <clears throat> a big believer in rocks and crystals and, you know, all the bullshit. Because I see women all the time buying all these different rocks, you know, Tannerite and all this other shit and all these little rocks that I'm like, they're just a bunch of fucking rocks. And I've known that for years. They don't have magical properties. They don't have magnetic properties that's going to heal your soul. But when I worked in the psychic industry, that was one of the best sellers was all these different rocks. Okay. Women were in there buying them up like you wouldn't believe. 
Okay. And I'm like, they're just fucking rocks. Okay. Now, when I met this woman who gave me this little thing that I just showed you, okay, that's how much she thought of me. I met her. We started, you know, she starts talking about a bunch of rocks and, you know, I wanted to do what a lot of you retards do and start going, they're just a bunch of fucking rocks, but I hadn't fucked her yet. So I kept my mouth shut. Let her say her spiel, do her thing, feel validated, feel heard, feel seen. And then I fucked her a few times. And then when she brought up the rocks, I'm like, babe, they're just a bunch of rocks. Okay. Which she laughed her ass off, even told her friends and then turned around and made that little thing that I'm showing you guys and then fucked me again because she realized, well, you don't buy any of it, do you? I'm like, honey, I've been in this game way too fucking long because she knew I was a tarot reader. She knew I understood astrology. She, un you know, when she's like, oh, you know, I'm this. And I'm like, oh, what else? What's your moon? What's your ascendant? What's your Venus? And she's like, oh, shit. And I'm like, I know these things because, you know, I'm one of those guys. I have to know these things. Do I believe it? No, it's all bullshit. But I'm not going to tell her that because I would rather get laid than be right. So, guys, be attractive. Don't be unattractive. That way you get laid and you get little mementos like this thing. <laughs> you know, you get, and this is handmade. This is something, it's cute, it's funny, but she took the time out of her day to make this fucking rock thing with little googly eyes and shit on them. You know, I mean, look at it. I mean, look that's the, it. but you know, just think about that. That's, that is the ultimate, that is the ultimate problem with having to be right is because in the long run, because your knowledge is finite, I might be wrong after all. Hey, same here. I might be, you and know, so, I might find out that I, you know, I thought I was right and I'm totally full of shit. I might. I can't, I can't control necessarily whether I'm correct or not. I can, to a much greater degree, control whether I may or may not be correct with empty balls as opposed to full balls. Yeah. So, you know, why, why do you want to be right instead of have a good time? That's something that I've never. Oh, there it is. I've why do you want to be right instead of have a good time? There you go. Because little Spurg girl now, you know, you gotta, you know, little Spurg is a, she's a country girl. She was raised in the country, mainly raised, you know, spent a lot of time around her grandma who was very religious. So while Little Spurg does not go to church or anything like that. She's still, she's got that, that, that country, that redneck country superstition Christianity. So it's like, all right, I'm not going to go to church. I'm not going to, you know, I'm going to fornicate outside of wedlock, but <laughs> I'm also, I'm also not going to tempt fate. You know, so when, so when she and I would talk and she'd like, well, you believe in God, don't you? And I was like, no, not particularly. Right. You don't bring like, that up in a first conversation. And so she would, so she, so she would, you know, bring that stuff up and, you know, to the point where I would say shit like, well, you know, I guess Jesus is just going to have to punish me. And she'd be like, oh, don't say that. I was like, and I'd say it again, you know, and we, <laughs> you know, 
Now this is this is this is one year into an actual relationship. Oh, so this shit. is one year. One this, year, kids. Well, that's that's one year into into the relationship, which is three years into us dating each other. So it's a long oh, time. Oh shit! Yeah, for that, uh, three years for you to go. I'm an atheist. I don't buy that bullshit. But it, but it got but it got to it got to the point where I'd be coming over to see her, and she texts me. She's like, she's like, are you even coming? And no, I'm just breathing hard. And I I'd, I'd reply, no, I would reply, you know. I'm the devil and I know just where you're at and I'm coming right at you. <clears throat> and then she'd, she'd respond with like exclamation points. And then of course, when I got to her apartment, you know, she jumped on my dick the second I opened the door. Of course she So, did. you know, I mean, yeah. Now, you know, if you're, a, if you're a strong Bible believer, I'm not saying that you should tell your girlfriend or wife that you're the devil. I'm just saying that what works for me may not work for you. Oh, dude, I'm, I'm beyond even giving them the don't eat paint warning. Fuck them. Let them learn the hard way. Well, I mean, I don't, I don't care one way or another, obviously. Dude, I've had chicks where it was, it was Velvet who said to me, Bull, you need to do something with your mic. There we go. There we go. Quit putting right. your ass. It's not what it's for. I've had like velvet when she brought up shit because when I first met her over a year ago, she was like, so what are you, a player? And, <laughs> I, said, well, and I said to her and I looked her right in the eye and didn't even bat an eyelash. And I said, well, my names are many. I am Legion. Now, player is a little bit strong for me. I prefer the term lover. Okay. But that whole Legion thing stuck with her. And even the belly dancer said to me the other day, she's like, oh my God, I am dating the devil. <laughs> and I'm like, you have no idea. And I've been seeing her for almost two fucking years now. What do you think them okay. horns are for, lady? Right. You know, where we've been getting into all kinds of theatrical shit with belly dancing and performances, and I'm doing this jester thing. She's like, I am literally dating the devil. And I'm like, there's no literal about it. You are, you know, who do you think I am? And, you know, she doesn't buy into the devil. She's an atheist, all that, just like me. But it's fun because it gets her pussy tingling, gets her wet, gets her hot to trot, gets her fucking bothered. And it's all bullshit and it's fantasy and it's fun. And, you know, I could sit there and go, well, actually, you know, I could do like some of you motherfuckers want to do and be right. Or I can just roll with it and be like, of course, I'm the devil. You know, who did you think you met two years ago? You met the devil. I told you that early on. And she's like, yes, you did. And I'm like, and here we are. She, she's just building. She's just building a caricature of you in her mind, dude. Well, just play with it. Just go that. along yeah, with it. Exactly. Shut the fuck up. Shut the fuck up and just roll with it. Just go along with exactly. it. Exactly. Play the part. That's the point. That's it. Play the play fucking part. The part. Play the part. You know, it's funny you say that because because I was having a conversation with little Spurg not long ago and I was telling her I was telling her about how many different chicks I was dating when I first went out with her which technically you know I don't recommend anybody doing that but you know it's like because she and she we were and because we were talking about our first our first night we met up and 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 I said yeah you're really nervous or you seem really nervous 
And she said, well, there are a lot of reasons for that. And I also, you know, I wasn't sure how big of a player you were. Oh, you're not and, a player. You're a lover. And I was like, well, what did you think? What, what did you think by the end of the date? She was like, I thought you were a player, <laughs> but I didn't care. <laughs> ah, I didn't care. They, that, they always out themselves. There they you go. Always now keep in mind, this is four and a half years into knowing each other. I would, you know, sure. there's, I would not have, I, I, I certainly would not have been talking about that around the time that we met or, you know, before oh, no. we actually, you know, put in this much time, but at this point, but it, you know, there's also another aspect to it, which is, you know, if she if she gets offended, you know, well, I don't. You know, whatever. I, had a, I had a similar conversation with my my girl probably about a month ago. I told her I said I was seeing somebody else besides you when we first met. I said, but you stole you stole me away from her. You know, it's like she was too far away. You know, you're the better you're the better deal. And it kind of is kind of half true because this girl lived all the way in fucking Houston, and I was having to drive like forty five minutes to see her. So. Oh Jesus! Yeah. yeah, like me going to Ogden. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like yeah, it's like going to like you going to Ogden because yeah. we made that trip out there, didn't we? No, we didn't go to Ogden. I didn't. Oh, we didn't take, go that far. Yeah, okay. Far. I just took you downtown. Yeah. Now Ogden's seriously is forty-five minutes to an hour one way. Yeah, yeah. there there's very little pussy that I'm going to go to Ogden for. That's so right. She, I'm the devil. Damn willing. I'm the devil and I'm here to do the devil's work, as McTuba says. That was right. Devil rejects. That was a great, great line. That was a great line from uh Devil's Rejects. Devil's Rejects. No, it's it's also from uh, uh Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, but oh really originated in the well because it's one of the it's supposedly the thing that um that Tex, the guy that one of the guys that killed all the people in uh, los angeles said when he got to their house he supposedly said that that i'm i'm the devil and i'm here to do the devil's business and uh, they recreated that in the in once upon a time in hollywood except it goes way differently than it was supposed to which is part of why that movie is so funny and awesome um but yeah, I, I gotta I gotta throw a couple of Dre's things up here because I'm already a step ahead of you, Dre. <laughs> so we gotta. I keep throwing this one up because I I need it to you know to jog my memory. Otherwise, I get distracted. Rob would be a great priest. He'd tell trad wives to come to his private quarters and get on their knees in front of him to get forgiveness from God. Laugh my ass off, dude. I'm only taking one from. Uh, Grigory Rasputin. Oof. How can you be saved if you have not sinned? Okay. And it ties into this one. It would be hilarious if Rob became a priest. He has the perfect backstory, tarot card reader, astrology guy, to literal fire eater, and then he's saved by God and given redemption to married women in church. Dude, that's kind of one of my things now. It's like, again... You know, going off of Grigory Rasputin, how can you be saved if you have not sinned? In order to be saved, in order to have salvation, you must sin. You must be damned first. I'm a big fan of that. I'm a big fan because we're all sinners. We're all damned in some way because we did whatever that Jesus would disapprove of. And so, come unto me, young nubile women. I am here to redeem you. 
because ye have been damned and ye are a sinner. Because otherwise, if you're pure and chaste, you cannot be saved. So there you have it. You can't have absolution if you did anything wrong. Correct. You cannot have absolution if you haven't done anything wrong. You cannot be saved if you're pure. There you have it. So that's why. That's on. why. That's why I like single moms, man. They've they've sinned so much, and they they need they need absolution. They crave it. They do. They want absolution. They want salvation. They want redemption. Who am I to deny them? Yeah, I agree. I just. I do it a little bit differently. I do it at the at the end of my flogger. Absolution through pain. It washes Man, away their sins. And there's nothing wrong with that. You find those who seek absolution and redemption through the flogger. I find it through the mind. <laughs> We've talked about this. I love it too. Yes, we have. <laughs> yes, we have. We have the same end goals, but different means of getting there. I like it too because, like, I think, man, we sit up all night talking about that shit too. All fucking night. All fucking night talking about absolutions, salvation, and redemption. And you just had a different means of all of that than I did. But otherwise, we still got there. We still got redemption and absolution and salvation. Yours is just more physical. And mine's more mental. That was the only difference. Otherwise, we still ended up, you are here. It's like, hey, what do you know? We we fucking diverged and and you know, we what I what I liked about it, what I liked about that whole conversation at that time was because I I actually learned some things from you that I I incorporated, you know, into my own relationships and stuff. And it worked out quite well. And that's good. Oh Roman, he didn't die from drowning, he got shot. A lot. He and got then poisoned. Well, that too, but the poisoning didn't kill didn't him. Work. Right. And then they, they just shot him. They fucking the shot him like four or five times and then dumped him in the river. Yeah. That's what got him. It, it, it's, you know, not. Are you talking about Rasputin? Yes. Rasputin? Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. He didn't die. Well, I mean, we don't know for sure. If talk about gonna- a dude. Talk about a dude if he was alive today and had a Twitter account. <laughs> Man, that's the guy that should have a fucking Twitter fucking no right. shit. Is, is Gregory Rasputin. Because we don't really know, did he die from all the gunshots or was it the drought, you know, that they threw him in the river? We don't know for sure. We'll never know, but I'm thinking, eh, the bullet, you know, the lead poisoning probably did it. Well, it's was not, it's not really Russian? how he died. It's not really how or what actually killed him. That's, they're missing a point. The, the detail, the attention to detail that they gave this dude to kill him. Well, oh, yeah. that's kind of the point. The lesson and, is, and if Roman you really want to, they really went after this guy. If yeah. You really want to, if you really want to kill somebody, poison him. Then shoot him, then throw him in the river. One of the three is going to do it. One of the three is going to do the trick. I don't know. Roman got it. Shot, stabbed, poisoned, strangled, punched. It's like, hey, for all you hard to kill motherfuckers, come at me and I'll throw Gregory Rasputin at you. Be like, come on, that guy was hard to kill. The Rasputin gambit. 
Yeah, that's right. I'm going to throw, uh, you know, from now on, when I see the hard to kill guys say their stupid shit, I'm just going to throw a picture of Gregory Rasputin up there. That's it. You and then, you know, you need- most stupid fuckers won't know who I'm talking about, but okay. You need some well, it's kind of like with, I think, uh, with Caligula, the Roman, the Roman emperor, <laughs> they fucking, they chopped oh, yeah. his ass up. They burned him. They burned the pieces and all this bullshit, dude. They, they just, they, they, Effaced all his statues. They took all the statues down. It, they wanted to ripe. You want to ripe wipe him from from the history books. That's probably what's going to happen to R. P. McDicklet. He's probably going to get poisoned, shot, and then thrown in the river. He's not worth that much time, though. That's you know, the only thing. as a as a good as a as a good uh, object lesson about why you need to keep your mouth shut. You know, the thing he said in his tweet about me was was that. I was the reason the red spe- the red pill space was all fucked up. And it's like, but you're a cult you st- leader. You when, know? You, <laughs> when you say something that stupid, you, you out yourself because, <laughs> you know, first of all, there's, there's, I don't put out red pill content. Number one, I barely put out any, I don't put, really put out any content at all. Really. Number two is I don't make any money off of the red pill space with the possible exception of being the, you know, first choice as editor for several prominent red pill space authors. So to that degree, I do make a little bit of money off the space, but it's indirectly. It has nothing to do with the, you know, with the red pill itself. So saying that what I do or don't do in any, and I've got, you know, I've got 300 followers on Twitter and less than that on YouTube. So, you know, to say that I have any kind of influence over what the red pill space does or doesn't do or is or isn't, is abjectly ridiculous as a proposition right from the start. And then to then to go ahead and you know throw that up on Twitter like, you know, well, you better block this guy. He's the he's one he's the reason why the red pill space sucks so bad right now. It's like I'm not a I'm not a red pill space guy. I'm just and a, neither I'm just, am I. I'm just a guy from Alabama. I'm just a guy from Utah. So you know it's it's kind of funny that there is a, uh, you know, getting back to the topic for a couple of minutes for the sake of, you know, gay vents from Masculine Geek. <laughs> the more you, it, it, if, if, you're all, if you're already sucking hind tit, the more you say is only going to make it worse and it's only going to make you look worse. So, you know, the less you say, the wiser you seem. I'll agree with that. It better, better, better people assume you're you're a fool and open your mouth and prove them correct, and remove yeah. all doubt. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. I that's, don't remember. That's biblical who's... for you, Bible jockeys out there. There you go. Better, <laughs> be, better to keep your mouth shut and be thoughtful than to open your mouth and remove all doubt. My grandpa and my dad used to tell me that shit all the time, dude. Oh, well, dude. <laughs> I, I get it. It reminds me, though, of something that uh, Bull and I, when he came out, we were talking about when we were talking about, you know, deep conversion and all this shit. You know, he he talked about redemption, salvation and absolution at the end of a flogger. And I was like, yeah, for me, it's more mental. And it's like I told him, I said, Bull, I want a piece of their soul. (laughs) And that was something I said to him. right right you know and the thing is rather they come rather they go and that's fine i'm not keeping them forever but i do get a piece of their soul and that's that's good enough for me that's why i have stupid shit like 
just rocks concert. Okay. I haven't talked to this woman in over a year and yet I still have this thing. I have all these little artifacts and trinkets and stuff. It's, it's like a, it's like a cat bringing you a fucking mouse. It killed. Kind of. Yeah. It really is. Well, it, you know, if I if I was to take all the crap that women have given me over the years, whether they made it themselves or they bought it and gave it to me, a dude, I could fill up a room with all the crap that I've received from various women since my ex-wife. You know, that's only been not even a decade ago. And I've got all this random stuff that these chicks are bringing their dead mice to me. And I'm like, oh, okay, I'll put that over here. It's a piece of their soul. And that's all I ever wanted, which is why I want to tell them the way to salvation is through damnation. In order to be saved, you must sin. If you want to well, get to heaven, you got to raise well, it's, it's, I mean, hell. Yeah. It's like, uh, Ozark well, for me, it's... Baby. For me, it's like all the uh, the amount of times I've had to throw out ex girlfriend's lingerie. Yep, they're 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 fucking bustiers, or they're you know all their all their leather goods and stuff that they bought while we were together, because they they couldn't keep it at their at their home, you know for right. whatever reason. Usually because they yep. had kids and they you know kids couldn't you know, see mom see mom's fucking <clears throat> fucking bone corset, you know. Mm-hmm. So they they just left it at my house, and when we broke up or whatever. You had stuff. I, I had stuff. Hey, throw that mm-hmm. uh, throw Dre's comment about me back up there again. <laughs> Just remember, kids, you never trust a guy who live streams and sunglasses. <laughs> <laughs> never. Oh shit! They are. They are. Mm-hmm. That is a sure sign that they're mixing up a big batch of Kool Aid for you somewhere. Mm. But then again, the only way to salvation is through damnation. If you want to get to heaven, <laughs> you got to raise a little hell. Ah, uh, that's it. Uh, <clears throat> I was just listening well, it's to that like, shit today. It's like they say, the stairway to heaven starts with a sex swing. Yeah. It really does. And that's the part you guys need to keep in mind. Instead of trying to be right and argue points and trad con masculinity and, oh, MBTI and astrology is a bunch of bullshit. Didn't you know that? No, dude, this is where, you know, it's okay to, you know, show the man behind the curtain to show him the Wizard of Oz after you've been with them for a while. Because then they're going to be like, oh, well, that makes sense. I don't care. I like you anyway. But you don't do it in the beginning. You go along with their MBTI, their astrology, their fate, karma, whatever it is. You go along with it. You fucking roll with it. Well, there's been some, yeah, like in my experience. Say three years, I know all that. It's like with with my girlfriend past relationships, like you know, three six months in, like my girlfriend knows I'm full of shit when I say something, but she still plays along with it, right? You know, it still right. works because she wants it to work. Girls hey. want to be manipulated. Girls, this whole all this bullshit, guys, all this bullshit about girls. You know, you have these older wine broads that are like, oh, you're manipulating these girls, these young girls. No, motherfucker, they want to be manipulated. They they want to they want to buy into the fantasy whatever yep, that is really yes yeah Nick they do yeah seriously yes Nikki <laughs> I'm, I'm pretty I'm almost sure bro I'm almost sure. 
<laughs> now, all these years. I know, right? <laughs> Jesus. Fuck. Man, I'm glad I came to the show tonight. Yeah. Right? Getting value from the man who brings value. Getting value from Junior. Yeah. Right? You know, an old dog can learn new tricks and a young dog can teach them. Oh, but Proby Greenhorn. I know, right? Yeah. But the, the thing about it, and the other thing about it is, too, like I see a lot of these guys on YouTube talk or fucking Twitter talking about uh, being a gentleman, all this bullshit, <laughs> and teaching women and stuff like that. I'm like, why do y'all not talk about, like, none of these guys, they, they talk about honor and being a gentleman, all this, but they don't talk about these girls, like just fucking them, like degenerate shit that, that you can do to these girls. Cause they're, they're, it's like, they're playing, they're playing to like what dudes want to hear all the time. Not what yeah. they, and it's just ridiculous. I thought a gentleman was somebody who always gave them anal. <sighs> yeah. I mean, you think so, but where am I wrong? A gentleman, a gentleman prove me wrong. You're not wrong, but a, a true gentleman, a true gentleman, Let's the girl suck them off after after anal to clean the pecker off. You know, chicks love being told what to do by the right guy. Mm-hmm. Oh, 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 yeah. They really do, and like I said, they want to be manipulated. They hate being told it. what to do by the wrong, the, guy. the creepy wrong guy. That's right. They're yeah, yeah. They're not. They're not gonna. Yeah, you tell. Like it's like you. <laughs> It's like uh, any any fucking regular dude telling a girl to smile, she's gonna get pissed off. But if if the girl kind of likes you, she she's gonna she's gonna think that's funny, and she will smile. Yeah, and that doesn't mean uh, and you, that doesn't mean you have to be in a relationship with her. Because I've I've been I've worked in places where it's been like all women, like majority women inside these offices and stuff. And I'll, I'll just joke around with the girl like, you need to smile more, and she fucking she will, dude. Because she you know it's just she doesn't get pissed off about it. I'm like, you need to smile more. That's your problem. And they will. But if you're not a fucking idiot, I think it's all in the delivery too. You know? Am I am I an idiot, Bull? Hmm? Am I an idiot? No. I need some validation right now. I don't know. I'm you're a piece of shit. Of look, yeah. Look, this is what you tell me. You're a piece of I'm a piece of shit. You're a piece of shit. <laughs> Go look if, in the mirror. If you remind yourself in the morning that you're a piece of shit, you're going to have a better day. I do it twice. If you you remind yourself at night before bed, while you're brushing your teeth, you're a piece of shit. You're going to have better dreams. Look, this is field tested over decades. Now it is, it is incontrovertible. It's irrefutable to anybody who actually practices it. The problem is that nobody practices it. Oh, I've watched. Yeah. You know, I watched nightmare alley, Rob. That was a, that was a good, good movie. Watch the original and the remake. And then if I wasn't, if I wasn't illiterate, I'd read the book, but. Well, yeah, I know you're a crayon eater. They don't have any pictures in color. They have audio books now. Well, that's too much work. It's funny. It's (laughs) funny. Nick brings up audio books. Well, when I first got into nightmare alley, since, you know, Billy's bringing it up. My first introduction to Nightmare Alley was the audiobook. Okay. And I was like, oh shit. The author is speaking my language. He's talking about things that I've known for years. That I'm like, oh shit, this guy's an insider. On some level, he's been there. Okay. And then I had to watch the movie, the remake. 
And I'm like, all right, all right, it's good. It's really good. Then I went out and bought the book because I'm more of a, I got to turn the page and highlight, you know, passages. That's how I learn. That's my way of learning more than audio. You know, I'm I'm more of a visual, tactile. I got to see it. And I'm telling you, I even went out and bought the remake and the original. I had to get the original Nightmare Alley. And both are very good. And you you guys want to, you want to get some lessons. You want to, you know, learn some red pill, how to pick up the whamming shit that you guys love. Nightmare Alley. It's all there. It's all there, guys. And it was written about back in like the 50s. It's all there. I'm looking at it going, I can confirm this. The shit that the author brought up as the characters and all the bullshit they go through. It's like that. It's like that one line the old man says, like people want people want to tell you who they are. Right. I'm paraphrasing. I don't think that's the exact line, but yeah, it's It's not. It's not, but I know what you mean. Okay. And that's the point. I'm I'm sitting here reading this book that was written in the 50s, talking about the 20s and 30s. It's mm-hmm. fiction, but it's like, oh shit, fucking guy nailed it. Okay. And, and it's carny people, because that's like right up your alley too. Totally. I like it too. I like carny people too. Totally. Well, dude, that's that's what you know, when I when we had our little run-in in price, where the you know, the, the woman who was the Protestant, you know, I, I can't have no drama, no bullshit. All right. All right. We're cool. And then, you know, she manufactured her own drama and bullshit and all the next thing, you know, a bunch of belly dancers are getting thrown out of the room and I'm like, fucking carnies. (laughs) And I'm like, wait a minute. What does that make me? A fucking carny. But there's a lesson in that too, because like I've seen that where I've I've dated girls and they said, "Oh, I'm I'm low drama. I don't like drama and that shit." And then you know, not too long after that, they're they're manufacturing drama. Of course, that's yeah, how yeah. it goes. Anyone who talks about hating drama, the reason they hate drama is because they're always in the midst of drama. Well, that's why I always the mean they're always in the midst of drama hey. is because they're the ones making the drama. Well, that's why I cut them. I, I've learned that the best thing to do is, is to manufacture the drama beforehand so you can control it. Like, that's why, like, I mean, even my girlfriend now, I gaslight the shit out of her, you know. Whenever something happens, like this is your fault, you know. She's like, how's this my fault? I'm like, because you didn't do this. You said this. This is what happened, you know. This is, you know, it's as Ryan said, it's a controlled burn. Yeah. Manufactured outrage. It really is. is. I've used it before. Same. Same. Dude, I've done it when eh, things are going well. They're going a little too well. All right. Time for a controlled burn. And so I go off. And the next thing you know, they're going, oh, shit. Ah, fuck. And it's like, well, it's like a a really good example. I was talking to my girlfriend earlier today. She over the phone and she said, do you love me? I said, what's today? What day is it? (laughs) She goes, it's Thursday. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, I guess I can make an exception. I love you. Just don't ask me tomorrow. Don't ask me Friday. Okay. Yeah. Friday. Whatever you do. Friday. I don't think you're gonna get the same answer. I don't know. Maybe. Whatever. Whatever. (laughs) Whatever little Spurg used to ask me that because she would. Cause she, of course, you know, she was, 
she was talking she was telling me she loved me for like a year and a half before i ever told her i loved her yeah and and so she would get to where she's like well don't you love me too and i was like baby my love is rotten to the core <laughs> and she was just looking no it's not i was like oh yeah it is it just gets worse from here it's all downhill from here. Right. But see the, the but see the the lesson in there is that you flip you flip the script on her and then she's she's trying to validate you. What? You know, your love is rotten to the core. What does that mean? Rotten to the core. And see that that way that, that gets all your manufactured outrage and all of your uh, you know all of your gaslighting and everything else in one fell swoop. <laughs> the economy of words. The, yeah. <laughs> economy of words. Economy of effort. Yeah, baby, I can't be expending all this energy on telling you I love you all the time. That'd wipe me out. It's too much, too much goddamn what is, work. What does that mean? I guess it means I love you too much. What? <laughs> <laughs> Try that sometime. Oh, baby, I love you. Oh, baby, I love you too much. You know, and the funny thing is that everything I say to her is a lyric from a song. <laughs> wow. <laughs> My love is right to the core. That's Van Halen. I love you too much is, I don't remember who it is, but that's an old blues song. Baby, baby, I think I love you too much. <laughs> and it's all, it's all, you know, at least that one is, you know, old timey blue pilled shit, but you could even, you could even recycle that shit and make it work for you. <laughs> I like something, uh, it's like something I'll gaslight my, my girl and be like, I was like, why don't you love me? You know, you said you love me, you don't. And then it's like the next, the next 10 or 15 minutes, she's, She's trying to, she's trying to deer and shit like that. And I'm just sitting there laughing at her. Well, one, one day last year, she told me she loved me. And I was like, what does that even mean? She kind of <laughs> looked at me for a second. She's like, what? And I said, you know, you don't love me. You just, you know, you just like me because I don't have herpes or something like that. <laughs> and she was like, uh-uh. <laughs> <laughs> And the, and the, the only reason, and I don't even, I don't even do it most of the time for manufactured outrage. I do it because, because she, she just looks hilarious and cute as hell when I, when I come in, like, you know, for a low bombing run from the you know, flanking. It's that deer in headlights look. It's like, did he just fucking say that? He's crop dusting. Yeah. She's just like, what? I was like. I don't know. It just seems like, you know, I, I'm just, I'm, pro, I'm just some simp that doesn't have herpes and buys you dinner. And she just, she doesn't, she has absolutely no idea what to say. She just sits there and she's like, you really think that about me? I was like, well, I don't know. You tell me. <laughs> like, she's like, I love you. I'm like, it's because I fed you. Shut the it's fuck not up. right. It's not, and it's not part of any kind of relationship strategy. My it's, wallet. I mean, the, the truth is, I you know, it's just because I think it's funny, and I'm a mean <laughs> son of a bitch. That's the real reason I do that. Oh shit! It just, it just happens. Well, it just I, happens I, I, keep, I keep reminding my girl. I'm like, she's like, "Why would you say that?" I'm like, "You know, I'm a sadist, sweetheart." It's like, yeah. I told you this. I don't use I don't use the word sadist. I said I you've I've been mean ever since you met me. I said one of yeah. the first things I told you was I'm I'm mean and I'm not going to stop being mean. It was so like my ex-wife. She's like you're you're an asshole. I'm like you you were an uh, you know I was an asshole when you married me and yet you married me. So what does that make you? Scorpion and the frog, <clears throat> honey. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Or the Dow of Steve. Like just because you think I'm going to change because you touch my pee pee, that's not how it works. <laughs> <laughs> Well, the, the, the interesting thing is, since I've 
been observing this with little Spurg is that it do, it doesn't fucking matter what I say or what I do. She forgets about it five minutes later. Yes. Right. All I gotta do is yes. put your arm around her, give her a kiss. Say, hey, let's go. Let's go get some. Uh, yeah, let's go get some margaritas or you know, let's go get some. Get tacos. Get tacos or oysters or whatever. Enchiladas. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Let me go. We have a good time. Come home. Fuck. Go to sleep. Get up the next morning. She's making my coffee. She's doing all the usual shit. It doesn't doesn't matter. <clears throat> okay. Brittany Venti. Hang on. I don't know if Rob. I don't know if Rob knows about Brittany Venti. No, I know who she is. Does do I know about Brittany Venti? She lives here in Texas too. I don't know where, but she's in Texas. I know who she is. She's got a stalker or two or five or whatever, but yeah. I would, you know, I know. Oh, I would she, too. I don't she claims know. to be on the, she claims to be on the spectrum, but what uh, girl is You it? know what? Hey, 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 <laughs> well, to quote Ryan, okay, whatever they tell you, assume it's true. If she claims she's on the spectrum, she is. Yeah, but what I'm saying is like, what girl? What girl is not though? To one degree or the other, they're all in the Oh, spectrum. I legit. I've told you this before. I legit think Spurg is. So I call her Little Spurg. I think yeah, she is on the fucking spectrum. She's on. She may be on. You know, the low end, functional end, whatever it is. Right. She's, right. She's literally she's on the spectrum. She does stuff where she's literally a Spurg. Because I'll, you know, because sometimes I'll tell her a joke and she won't laugh, and then other times I'll say, Hey, guess what? It rained last night, even after I said I didn't think it would rain for a week, and she'll laugh her ass off it's at that. Yeah. I'm like, what the fuck mm -hmm. is wrong with you, girl? Dude. <laughs> oh, man. oh, man. It's like, holy shit. It's so, it's so true. Like, what? <laughs> I'm like, you're on the spectrum, aren't you? What's What spectrum? I was like, just look it up. <laughs> yeah, just look it up. Dre for the $2. And I got to stop it there for this. <laughs> yeah. Any of you ever consider writing a book for women? Dude, they'd never read it. They'd never read it other than spur girl, girl who likes pain and whatever bulls got going on besides enchiladas. There might be a few that would read it. There'd be like five. Kate 1.0 would probably read it. Okay. But all the other women in the world would they'd get a glimpse of it and say misogyny, sexist, all the shit. They wouldn't want to read it because they just, would they understand it? Jesus. Well, here's no, here's they, one they for you. Comprehend it. I may have written a book for women. I may have used a non-specific gender sounding name and leave it at that. I mean, why why write a book whenever you can just do it to them? Well, because you can write you can write a a book say i'll use this in a, as an example say you write a book about astrology symbols astrology signs and have a very simple have a very simple format where you say all right if he's this sign here's how to here's how to game him right so a chick yeah. who wants to know how to game you know the guy that she really likes he's a sagittarius all right if he's a sagittarius then do these things. And then at the beginning of the book, you say this book is for entertainment purposes. Yeah, only. That might work. Dre, the 50 shades of gray. That, <laughs> that, that, that's just cause like if you, if you were to write a book about actual 50 shades of gray, the girls, I don't know if it would be received as well. <laughs> 
because then you got the physical side of it and then you then you have the the what rob is into the mental side of it the behavioral the way, side of it the way operation evil the, works the, the, degra- the degradation side of it the the you way know? operation evil works is that you don't talk about operation evil that's correct right. this is the here's the difference between operation evil and fight club you know rule one of fight club you don't talk about fight club rule two you don't fight you know talk about fight club rule one of operation evil you don't talk about it rule two there is no rule two okay there's only rule zero that's it hey chad's here hey look at this motherfucker here I got to throw something out for Chad because Chad likes it. Because I know that's like his favorite tune. So if Chad showed up late at the bar, what would you do? Would everybody yell, Chad, would they throw peanuts at him? Or would they say, since you're the last one here, you got to buy all the beers? We like, do my fucking taxes. Three. Since you're late, you got to buy all the beers. That or would be show. my go-to. If, if I were hosting this show, I would yeet you just for that comment. That's all I'm going to say. Thanks. Oh, there you go. Solidarity, brother. <laughs> That's right. Ugh. Ugh. I think I'd, I don't I think I'd throw peanuts at him. I wouldn't because why bother? If, you know, if Chad's going to show up <laughs> late to the bar, you need to pay the toll. And the toll is you got to buy everybody at least one round. I'd rather pelt him with peanuts. I, I just want to <laughs> see him. I want to see him go like this. Dude, but Chad wouldn't. He'd just like take him in the face and just be like, hey, guys. I don't know about that. No. I, I I do. Uh, you I know, wanna, I don't want to help him have a tax write off. There's something. I'm you know. okay with him having the tax write off. Yeah, I'm fine with that. Well, that's why. That's why it, you you're a better friend than I am. Well, you know, I'm all about helping my friends and getting free alcohol. So if I have to, you know, shame and cajole him into free alcohol, I'm okay with that. Isn't he a Midwesterner? No, he's like Illinois. What's Midwestern? See, that's the perfect example with Rob is rule zero, dude. He's like, what would it get me? <laughs> what can I get out of this? Exactly. Exactly. You sit, what, you're what? Sitting, we're sitting there wasting fucking peanuts on, on, on Chad. Rob, I'm, 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 I'm trying to get free booze out of it. That's they're not right. my peanuts. Yeah, they're not yours, but, you know, you're still not getting free alcohol out of it. Yeah. If I can shame Chad into buying me beer, I'm like, ah, well, I'm going to shame him because the peanuts are free regardless. And right. so it's like, I, you know, what's free is free, but, you know, free booze is a different level. I don't know why I come here. I don't either. <laughs> we don't either, dude. <laughs> it's like I asked Rob on Twitter the other night, like, why do you even come back here? Uh, and I had to say, I don't know. He doesn't I know don't either. Know why, I don't know why I still keep showing up, but here I am. Well, I'll tell you why I keep showing up. I keep showing up because I can't believe I get to be a part of this fantastic weekly conversation oh, Jesus that hasn't changed in three years. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Hey, you know what would be fun? Is to see if we can keep the three-year conversation for five. Oh my God! No. Right? No, 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 no. <laughs> this has got this has got to be the final year of this. Is it? Doesn't it? Is it? I don't know. 
I don't either. I'm thinking we got at least two more years of dragging this same shit out for yes, two yeah. more. This, this reminds me of the I dated <laughs> I dated this chick once. This was this was the chick that always wanted me to, you know, take her 25-year-old son fishing, which I would never do. And uh why hold on, why would she ask that? Like what because she was she was just trying she was trying to get me to be more domestic. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> And, and so we were, she actually lived in Birmingham and this is when I was going through Birmingham a lot. So I was in Birmingham, I was staying at the Marriott, you know, where, you know, all good hearing impaired security specialists dox themselves. And she was, we were in bed and, you know, we're about to get up and get dressed and go get something to eat. And she, uh, and so I was play, I had my, uh, I had my phone on my iTunes playlist and I was just letting the, you know, letting the music play while we, you know, sat there and drank a little bit and you know decided to get up and go and go out and get something to eat and uh and she said hey this is a great song dance with me and i was like what she was like dance with me let's dance naked in this hotel room or some shit and i was like no that's not what you really want and she's like what I said that's not what you really want what do i really want i said what you really want is to get up and dance naked for me and she did mm. So what, that's not what you really want. You really don't want this to go on for another two years. What you really want. We just want you to dance naked for us. What you really want is for this to go on for two years without me. <laughs> no, no, no. I, I mean, I think we crossed the threshold a year and a half ago, though. There's no way I'm doing this for another two years. There's no fucking way. No way. Are you sure? Well, what's stopping you, bro? Like, <laughs> what do you mean? What's stopping me? <laughs> Don't put off tomorrow, which you can don't put off two years from now, which you can do now. <laughs> don't let him be right, Nick. Don't let him be right. See, that's that's He's another that's another him. reason why I can't do this for two years. You're too clever for me. I can't. <laughs> how can I compete with razor uh, shit like that? Dude, that you no, know, really, don't, I, don't you think we ought to think about like winding this down? Oh, dude, no. Well, this dude. is a this is the longest I've ever seen Rob go without asking, "What do you want?" <laughs> <laughs> I want to see how long we can go. There. Anyway, so. I know what he doesn't want. <laughs> right, I don't want to hear your horse shit. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> uh, this but stream is back. the longest I've ever seen Nick commit to something. <laughs> <laughs> here's here's the thing kids i said this a long time ago whether it was in a live stream or a you know pre-recorded video but i figured you know somebody asked me like hey you know you, how long are you gonna do this you know blah 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 and all i could think was man if i'm still here doing this in 20 fucking years i have failed you okay i failed you and i failed myself because there comes a point, you know, with red pill, you know, there comes a point, this isn't a final destination. It's a waypoint. You, you stop off for a minute, you sit in the wasteland, you hear the Lord humongous, the Ayatollah of rock and roll say, just walk away. And then you fucking move on. Okay. You get your shit together. You get your life together. 
you do your thing, you figure out where you're fucking up, as Nick would say, you know, stop fucking up. You you realize, oh yeah, that's that's not attractive. And then you move on. You get on with your life. So if I'm still here, which I won't be, but if I was here 20 years from now, still doing this shit, I have failed you, okay? Not only myself, but I failed you, the audience. I guarantee you, dude, guys, I've already started my pivot. I've already started doing shit where it's like, oh, fuck this. Because all I see is retardation times 10. And I'm like, yeah, I can't. I just can't even, to quote Ryan and some of the other guys. There's going to come a point, yeah, I'll keep the channel up for legacy and all of that because some of the shit I've said, we've said, it's it's evergreen. It won't matter, you know, 10 years from now, 20 years from now. And you guys can watch it if you do. But most you motherfuckers have to be spoon-fed. If it's not today or yesterday or tomorrow, ah, that shit's old. I can't be bothered. And I'm like, well, if you can't be bothered to go back to 2018 and watch the shit I said back then because nothing has changed. That's why Nick said we've been having the same conversation for three fucking years, and yet I've had it since 2018. Nothing has changed. Well, one thing has changed. One thing. One thing. And that one thing is the reason that I started doing this live stream was to destroy the red pill space. And according to R.P. McDicklick, that's exactly what I've done. So because of that, you know, I can step away at any time and feel like that my mission has been uh, accomplished because R.P. McDicklick has said that I'm what's wrong with the red pill space. Well, I've I've never looked at it like I was sending a message. I was just I just I like I just got on here just to talk shit with a couple of my buddies, a couple dudes. Well, and then when, and then when they didn't show up, we stuck around. <laughs> yeah, good one, Nick. That was good because that's how I look at it now. It's like, why are we having the same conversation over and over for three fucking years type of shit? It's not about you dumbasses actually getting the message. That's how I started. Now I'm like, I want to hang out with my friends and see what the fuck they've been doing. The message is there is no message. Correct. The message is there is no message. There are too many fucking messages out there as it is. It's, It's the doing. It's the going out there. You know, I was on shit. I was on Vince's live stream last night and Paul, come on man, podcast Paul was on there and they were he was asking me what was the topic for let him burn tonight. Oh, sounds like Aaron Clary with his itinerary. And, yeah, no shit. And I and I said some bullshit and, and he said he said, Well, the thing is that you guys always have a topic, but then you never talk about it. And I was like, that's right. That's the point. That's the point. <laughs> Jesus. That's right. I was like, we might talk about it for five minutes, but that's about all it's worth is about five minutes. That's the point. Yeah. Kind of like just, let them burn. It's almost like dude. It's almost like dudes talking to other dudes, you know, out in real life, you know, because like when you go talk to somebody at a bar or out with your friends, you don't stick to fucking itineraries and topics and shit like that. What the fuck is that? Well, you know, there was a, there was a time where that made a lot of sense and it 
and it was it was a format that worked. But here's the problem with that is that there are only so many topics that are really all that relevant in this space. So what happens is you either just keep referring people to the old videos you made or you have to start saying the same shit over and over and trying to say it in a different way. Or you have to jump on to red meat. And so at this point, there's nothing that we can say that hasn't already been said. And that was true when we started this show. Yeah. But it's even more true now. So, you know, there's, you know, the usual dating and game shit. There's the wash your penis. There's the, <laughs> there's the, there's the hypergamy. And there's, you know, like two other topics. If you watch a video on all those topics, then you're up to speed. Everything else is repetition, pretty much. And, you know, everything else is mainly be everything else is mainly for the new dudes who come into the space. And, you know, the old, you know, the 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 old guys who are continuing to make content, trying to, you know, make their shit relevant for the new guys today. But that's that's at the very best of it. You know, that's what guys like Ryan do. Most guys just, you know, rehash their old shit and throw in more and more white claws and red meat. And it's just a fucking shit show. So, well, it's like I was uh, earlier this, this evening, I was watching, I was watching governor Megatron and Jack Napier and I was watching a uh, new nuclear Cadillo and stuff. And they were talking about pretty much the same stuff that we've covered many, many times before. They were just saying it in a you know slightly different way. Who was doing this? uh governor megatron uh nuclear cadillo nuke uh oh mish was in there too yeah mish mish got on panel and stuff like that and they were just i appreciate the fact that the younger guys some of the younger guys are getting it i like that well you know that i mean here's realistically you know spurg and i are going to have a june wedding this year so nice you know My time is going to, you know, be more, more, we may, we may have a couple kids. I don't know. And, uh, yeah. Maybe. you know, once we get, once we get through all of that, I don't know. I mean, if De Niro time. can do it, you can do it. You're like half his age. Absolutely. I don't know. <laughs> half, half his age. I'm more than half his age. Dude's um, like 70 years old. What, what was it? Uh, what was, uh, the other guy? Uh, Oh fuck! I forget his name. Pacino. He was in Chisco- Pacino. Pacino. Pacino is like 84, 85 years old. Had a kid. Yeah. Good for you know him, what, man. Good you for know, him. I went and had, you know, just because I was I was I was concerned about this issue and I was considering at one point in my life, you know, getting uh getting a vasectomy or a castration like that Rolo Tomasi guy always advises young people to do is to, <laughs> to get castrated before it's better than getting married, right? Yeah. And so I heard he wrote some books. Anyway, you know, I went, I went and had my sperm tested and they, and they brought me back, you know, like, I don't know what they do, MRIs, x-rays, whatever they do. And they brought me back, they, they brought me back, you know, pictures of that. And all my sperm were sitting at a bar drinking beer and, (laughs) and they, they weren't even trying, you know, they weren't, they weren't trying to zygote anything. So it's like, even if I wanted to have kids, my, my sperm have, have uh, retired all, all of your salamanders drinking. all your salamanders were hey. uh, my salamanders are drinking at the bar and they don't my mine <laughs> you know my sperm don't bring they aren't the ones that bring a book to a bar either they're pounding that shit so. and then chad walked into the bar <laughs> hey, thinking of chad if he's they still here i gotta say chad if if you decide to come to salt lake for whatever reason because you want to reminisce about the days of your, 
you know, because you were here for a minute. If you want to come out, I promise you an itinerary free visit. Just okay. yeah. Yeah, I'll I'll, oh. I'll coast on that because there was we had no itinerary when we when I went None. out there to see Rob. None. In fact, I was having to think of shit to do with him. <laughs> Aside from after the cigars got smoked and shit like that. And That's we how Bull got a tattoo on his fucking tricep. Yeah. <laughs> we, went, we, went to the, we went to the gun range and then I got a fucking tattoo. That's after I got the dime store tour of yeah, Utah. I, I gave him the five minute tour and he's like, oh, wow, this is cool. And then we went and shot some guns. And then he's like, what else you got? I'm like, well, I got a tattoo artist. He's like, cool. And Let's he got a tattoo. What's that? What's the ink? A hot, a hot ass girl, dude. Like, oh my gosh. Is it, a, is it a sperm cell and a beanie drinking a Bud Light in a gay bar? Is that what it is? Hey, sure. it was fun. I don't give a fuck. It was fun. <laughs> it was fun. But see, Chad at least gets it, you know, because bare minimum, he and I had a conversation that not everybody got to see when he was here in Utah many, you know, many, many moons ago. We can reminisce about that and maybe even relive some of it, whatever. But there's no itinerary here, Chad. Just I might, I might go out this, this summer. I don't know. Oh, shit. Well, talk I about come out it. <laughs> Happy pulled that shit with me. I'd give him a wedgie and stuff him in a locker. Dude, I just banned him and muted him and unfollowed him. You know, it's like, fuck that guy. You know, he comes out and, hey, guys, what's going on here? Hey, what's the itinerary? Yeah, fuck you, Cappy. You know, we're here to drink and do whatever we want. You haven't, what's this itinerary shit? I, pr I promise, I promise I won't bring an itinerary, but I will bring some, some very good uh, cigars from my guy over Black Horse. Oh well, right there. Oh, Blackout cigars. That's an automatic in right the there. Best, the best itinerary is always composed looking backwards. So an itinerary isn't what you do beforehand. An itinerary is a summary of what happened previously. <laughs> Chad, it's not wasting time when you're doing whatever it is, itinerary or not. It's not a waste of time or wasting time when you're doing it with, with friends. It's not wasting time when you're doing it with anybody but Cappy. That's the, that's the <laughs> right. right. That's a waste of fucking time. Mm. Right. <laughs> it's it's funny because it's true. Home, kids. <laughs> Dude, Chad, tag me in your shit when you decide to stream because I want to hear this shit. I really do just for the lulls. I just want to be in there and throw fucking rotten tomatoes at Cappy. I got my, my question. My question is for Chad is if, is he permanently here in Dallas? He, he moved to the Dallas Fort Worth area or he was going to. He has, Chicago? he has a Southern command as far as I know, but I, I, I can't speak for it. I mean, so, cause I'm, I'm over here. Like I'm, I'm 200 miles away from him. So Dude. I had a Western command once. Well, you know, it, if Chad ever decides to get off his ass and leave the city of funk of Illinois and go to Texas to go to Southern command. Well, cause it is. He's he, in Chicago. Is that where he is? He's close. That's, that's honestly, Rob, that's why I know you won't be here in 20 years doing this, this show because you're going to be here in Texas. 
Right. But that's the point. That's what I was getting to between you and Sub Houston and Fort Worth and a bunch of other motherfuckers that I think nukes even in Texas, if I remember correctly. Yeah, he's he's DF, he's DT uh DFW. Dallas, yeah, Worth, okay. So he's down, he's down by Fort Worth and uh mm-hmm. Bunny. Okay. Between all them, and if Chad goes, yeah, I'm I'm permanently re- relocating to the Southern Command, I'm gonna be like, oh fuck, I got, I definitely have to go to Texas because that's where everyone I know, you know, Nick's like a slingshot throw away. You know, yeah, he's not far away. Alabama, you know, you know, he's not, he's he's like, I'm gonna piss on a stump and die here. But that's close enough. You know, that's my point. It's like, oh, shit, I got to move south because that's where all the cool kids are. There's a great Mexican place down the road from the Dallas Galleria Marriott. That's all I know. Best tacos. Oh, there's, and best tacos. Yeah. I mean, some, some of the best barbecues in, uh, in Dallas anyway. I'm going to be honest with you. When I went to, I got a few problems with Texas. Minor problems, that is. but Minor yeah, I, yeah. I like women. I to got me, minor problems, but eh. Well, it's not enough to keep me out. Right. But, That's but the point. I still would, but. <laughs> would. <laughs> I would. The, the barbecue was not great. And I know you're going to say it's because I didn't go to the right places, but I went to the right places. Barbecue was good. It wasn't great. And the uh, what was the other thing? Did you eat the brisket, though? That's all I ate was brisket. And it wasn't what the fuck. I, and I, I tell you, it was not. It was not moist anywhere I went. It was not moist. Yeah, your girl's not moist. Brisket. Shit. Huh? Yeah, like your, like your girlfriend. The fuck out My, of here. Shit. <laughs> My girlfriend is so moist. I have to bring a new mop every time oh, I go man. to visit her. What is that kid talking about? Jesus Christ. <laughs> Anyway, I'm gonna send him a picture of those enchiladas again, just because he deserves it now. But no, those uh, glowworm fucking shitty enchiladas. Yeah, I wasn't happy with the brisket. I wasn't happy with. There was something else that I wasn't happy with. But you know, you know. But I, you know, I I regard Texas as a as a legitimate cousin. I was gonna say a second cousin. I, I'll I'll fuck Texas. I just won't. You know, <laughs> kissing oh. kissing cousins. I won't marry Texas. I won't marry Texas, but I'll fuck her. Like I won't marry her, but I'll do anal. (laughs) Well, that's that goes without saying. (laughs) How do you how how do you know a chick really loves you unless she gives that up? Well, you know, if she gives you the god hole plus any other hole, she might be worth keeping. I mean, to be honest, that's. That's the if devil's you want to get hole. a relationship, she, like that's that's the bare minimum is that she gives all the holes. If she doesn't give willingly. you the devil's hole, you have to sit there and wonder who did she give the devil's hole to. Mm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Give it to somebody. I don't care yeah. about I don't care about notches. I don't care about any of that because I can't know that. But I can know whether she loved me enough to give up the devil's hole. It's it's like vibrating anal beads, yes or no. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Which way, Western woman? As long as you got a mop. As long as you got a good mop. Uh, mop and rubber mop, sheet. Mop and wet wipes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. 
Kids, where are you going to find this kind of value? Seriously. Too many guys are, you know, arguing with whamming about the longhouse and other bullshit that doesn't matter. And we're over here going, man, does she have rubber sheets? And do you have some wet naps and all that shit? Tell her to go to Walmart and make sure she gets the box marked Fleet. F-L-E-E-T. <laughs> if you know, you know. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I'm telling you that. Care enough to prepare. That's what I got to say. It's like right next to the baby.